Blakeman getting through this in Manhattan. And I'm Tom Saunders in the tiny hamlet of Hunter in New York's scenic Catskill Mountains. But even in this magical realm of leafy ruralness, it's necessary to go to an Lowe's hardware store. And this week, I had to drive through rain in three of them, each located in different, otherwise quaint towns near the Hudson River. Now, for people listening a thousand years from now, Lowe's are big box stores filled with building supplies. Now, they're a challenge in normal times, but these days there are few customers and almost no one works there. You, and you always need help. In our case, finding bathroom tile that looks suitably Victorian for this hotel I'm staying in and that it doesn't stain. In these vast buildings larger than a football field, are a baffling array of products, each one an opportunity to buy the wrong thing. So when you do manage to locate a store worker and they know something about what and how you want and what you want, you revere them as heroes, Scotty, heroes. Now, what does it tell us about our culture's misplaced priorities that we seldom are excited to see an investment banker or a hedge fund manager, but we're thrilled to see an actual hardware store employee. Well, Tommy, you and I have always championed the kind of hero who came to the rescue when you were in need of information about bathroom tiles. Yes, finding the person or hopefully persons who work at a store and have all the answers is an exciting and fulfilling moment. The cashier makes it possible for me to buy eight bottles of polar flavored seltzers by accepting my payment and placing the bottles in my already provided eco-friendly bag is performing public service of the highest order. And the same goes for the friendly and helpful weight person who grants me the privilege of deciding exactly what I want to eat, then brings it to me a short time later. And as you aptly point out, Tommy, an investment banker or a hedge fund manager rarely, if ever, generates such a joyful response, which is why service employees should be the wealthy ones instead of them. Yes, Scotty. And in a pandemic, delivery people saved everyone from going hungry. As I recall, I remember yeah. that. Well, uh, yes, uh, we I spoke was... of that early on. I mean, again, we this will be in the New York Times three weeks from now and how, you know, the focus should be on the workers. But we, from day one, from our own lives, when I would get deliveries from Bassett's and, and Amazon and, and all of those places, it was beyond thrilling because it was, uh, in those, it felt like being in a war zone and these Man, you saw them coming through, and, and I didn't never open the door. I just had them place it, and it was be, it wasn't just oh, that's nice they delivered. No, it was everything. Yeah, I, I look forward to the day that we hear or read in, in, in the society pages that, as they used to call them, of the newspapers. I, we hear proud uh, 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 parents proudly announcing on their wedding announcements that. Uh, uh, their precious offspring is marrying a driver for Grubhub. <laughs> then we know that that our words have made a, a, a exactly. And this is the beginning. I mean, everything. So many things we say are movements waiting to happen. We are happening. But this really is something that you know. Some people people will always be polite and say, "Yeah, kind of tip your weight step." Yeah, you know, you know. But this is beyond that. This is really recognizing their role in our society as far superior to that of the investment bank of the hedge fund, the corporate lawyer. Not to say those people, you know, the good ones don't make contributions their own way. But as you say, in a pinch, you don't go, get me an investment banker, get me right. a hedge fund manager. No, you want a 
person who works at a store who can help you. Yeah, you want and uh, you want the person who milks the cows and exactly. brings the hay to market. Yeah, yeah uh, the people who actually keep life uh, going. And often these jobs are thought are are, are claimed to be low level. Yes, and, and even well-meaning uh, liberals who want to for uh, to raise the standards of of uh, the the, the uh, mis unfortunates. Uh, often just demean their jobs by uh, claiming that the jobs are demeaning. No, exactly. So, yeah. And also in low level, then there's menial, which menial. Is, is, again, such a, a judgmental thing. Yeah. Yeah. Menial labor, which is basically, I mean, I looked at various definitions. It applied to servants at one time, but it's always said in a very, no one says, yeah, I like to pick up some menial labor, yeah. uh, but it's always negative. Right. And finally, the worst, unskilled labor. Yes. Now, they have possessed the most vital skills of all the people we speak of. So how are they unskilled? No, exactly. And it, it, it is a skill to get up in every morning and just uh, deliver stuff for people or to get up in the morning and go to one of those enormous big box stores like Lowe's and just hang out and deal with people's, you know, people looking for certain type of screws. And no, no, that, that's not it. It's some other kind of screw. And that's their, their life is inside these huge... Uh, impersonal, enormous hardware stores, but thank God they do that. You, I, I, but again, I've never, I uh, have I ever been like, we need, we've got to get a hedge fund manager right now. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 but you will say we've got to get a plumber. And, yeah, right? and the hedge fund managers are always considered brilliant. Oh, that guy really made yes. it big. He's got a yacht. What what right. is his skill really? Well, it's sort of he's he's good yeah, at gambling, pretty much of a sophisticated <laughs> kind of gambling, and it and, and out. Some, exactly yeah. using certain math algorithms that that shave one second off of a, a a trade or something like that, and and how yeah how is that help us? Uh, I mean, we we've done without hedge fund managers. In fact, uh, in in the earth, this is interesting uh, uh, historical fact. Um, and it's negative, but uh, as far as I know, back in the 1800s and the 1700s, when the country was car out of the, the soil, uh, the hedge fund manager was were nowhere to be seen. They, they didn't actually have hedge fund managers. I don't think they so, even had it until the 80s or even the 1980s. People think, oh, it's been around forever. No. So no. we obviously didn't need it. We survived beautifully before that. So it really is a total reexamination there. Again, if someone's a hedge fund manager, investment banker, they, they're a good person. They do their job fine. They, they should get credit. But below that of the waiter. Yes. And, and again, we and it's, again, these are first responders. These are on the same level because when you need right. your food delivered and uh, my friend Dino Badala does a funny bit about and it was true again during Hurricane Ida. You know, he looked out the window and he saw the guy on a bike delivering in the floods. And of course, they were delivering to him, you know, but but this was the uh, they the, again, they showed that they they were out there in floods delivering. So, as you say, they are heroes. Yeah, truly are. And so what we have to do, I think, uh, because a lot of uh, what we're now finding is that these people aren't we, we have to honor them is what I'm saying. And, and that's what we're doing. This is the start of a of really we're changing society with this particular podcast today. I mean, that's, that's basically, we're changing the, the, the mindset of, of not just the nation, but the, the whole kind of world really uh, in that we, 
we uh, are valuing people who are, like you said, riding a bike through a, through a hurricane just to deliver um, sandwiches. Like food or something, yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 these are people who should be revered uh, now you say we don't, we shouldn't, uh, you know, you're all, you're, you're very open-minded and, and you say, well, you know, the hedge fund people might be good people and let's let them do their thing. But I have to say, I think that they really uh, add nothing to, to my life. I, I, I don't see how they, uh, Oh yeah. Well, again, I, what I mean is they should be way down the list. It should be like, way uh, down. again, if you're a, or, oh, as you say, uh, brilliantly, yes, it should be uh, the, 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 groom works as a driver for grub hub that should be in the society and they go well how about can i get my listing in a hedge fund manager uh we don't really run those yeah it's, it's not important not really, enough to yeah. really yeah. online yeah. We'll wedding it, not in the print edition you know and so <laughs> right. yeah again we don't have to say your life no. is worthless no you're just down the list the same way sadly some hedge fund people would look at their delivery guy or the guy around the corner at the bodega who should be exalted and revered far beyond the hedge fund guys. So it's just, as you say, it's a reordering of, of the way we look at things. And, you know, we've done this from time to time, but this time he is, I, I have those chills of really, we're saying, yeah. look, and it's not again to be polite, to kind of go, oh, those guys are great. No, they really are as essential work is the term we started using a year and a half ago, in addition to the police, fire, hospitals, health people. But these people, look, delivering food, allowing you to, provide shelter in your home and all that how could that be shelves yeah i think what's different now in uh, uh today as uh, uh, opposed to the earlier uh you know days of this podcast when we were we, yeah we were we did revere we were uh, in the forefront of revering the delivery people who kept us going but now uh just workers store and workers everywhere are in yeah. short supply. I mean, yeah. every place, uh, this is, again, podcast of record, people thousands of years from now maybe know that there's a huge underemployment problem. Uh, stores are, they, they used, stores that used to announce 70% off, now they, uh, uh, you know, signs on their doors and windows, you know, uh, a big, huge sale. Now they say workers desperately needed. You know, yeah, and now we are hiring. Every place in upstate where you are in the hamlet yes. of Hunter, where you wouldn't expect any any problem because you you'd thought there'd be a massive unemployment in small town. No, all hiring now, hiring and not just like 15 an hour and more, all benefits. Yes. And uh, there was a deli that I performed at and there they have openings of the, for chefs and 40 to 55,000 all benefits, which is great. And I think that's a turning point where if you want people, you need to pay them. Well, and, and again, so it's a, so they're being more uh, appreciated, I think, in that sense. And and also we see because it's not being in Russia and, you know, where it's long lines, but going to Whole Foods and there's 24 cashier positions and only about three filled. So you feel it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the long you really lines. do feel it. I mean, absolutely. And, and definitely at a stores like these Lowe's, uh, 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 these enormous stores where you really need help. You know, and 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 just and it's just sort of this vast emptiness. And when you see just an employee, even somebody else, you you come, you, you're just so happy, and you go over and kind of hover around them. And that's always annoying too. I mean, I've had, you know, uh, I've managed to snag an employee for consultation. Then you see a, 
other people who want help and they're just kind of waiting like vultures, Scotty, like vultures standing. Oh, I see it. And then there's always that moment because then you see them helping someone and and I've been the the, the alert, you know, the the one oh not as a vulture, but looming one <laughs> been wanting to be next, just yeah in line to be not That's cutting right. in. But then you don't know at what point can you can, when does it end? Yeah then they may go on and on and, like, oh, <laughs> not, and also the uh, paint is uh <laughs> You know, just and then, you know, I'm, I'm, then you get that I'm helping this person. Yeah, yeah. That no, You I don't want that. You don't yeah, want no. that thing. I, I just wonder if you could just tell, tell me where the toothpaste is. Uh, uh, I'm busy uh, uh, after I deal with this person. And then they both kind of look at you like you're you're trying to barge into a, a fine country club and, and <laughs> it, it, you know, parvenu who's yeah. who's dared to to uh, uh, go into somebody's private world. And, and um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of emotion involved in. Um, uh, in hardware stores that there didn't used to be. Uh, no, no. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think, I think this is the first time I've ever really discussed my experiences in a hardware store. Well, you've been going to more than ever because again, in, in Manhattan, there is a, there was a Lowe's at one point. There is a Home Depot not far from you on 23rd yeah. Street, a city Home Depot, but it is large. And, and actually there, well, I haven't been there uh, in a year and a half, but I do remember there, I'm curious what it's like now. It was filled with an orange clad employees who were very, very helpful. Even ones who walk you to the product, which to me was so above and beyond. Oh, uh, how, how wonderful when they walk, when you ask for something and, they, and they're, they're busy restocking shelves, they, I'll, go, I'll go help you find it. I mean, the, the joy of that, you don't get that service from an inve investment banker. No, no, no. They don't. They say, oh, let me take care of you. Yeah. How do you figure this out? Oh, no, we'll just do it. We're not going to yeah. tell you, really. And I'll let, then no one said, let me walk you through our thinking. No. No. Say, let us take care of it. And you let me walk you about. through the hedge fund. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been inside a hedge fund. So I don't, I don't even know what one looks like. And I probably would get lost. And, and of course, some people would say, well, a hedge fund doesn't actually, isn't in a building or anything like that. It's a... You know, it, and there are no hedges. Have, I think hedge fund managers have yeah. a hard time explaining what hedge funds are. Well, oh no, I, I even you know, I ask people what's investment. I still can't figure out. It's one of those professions that it's explained to me, like the ones going, yeah, we got a got a deal, gonna gonna be late hours working on that deal, and I never understand what that oh. is. What do you actually do other than say? We're working on the deal. Maybe that's all you have to do. Yeah. How's it going? Well, yeah, still working on the deal. Now, I know. I, I I know this. Uh, uh, in all, I've studied a lot about World War II. Never do I see, you know, I've seen a lot of different people contributed to the war effort, people in the home front building cars, and of course, people in actually fighting the battle. Never do you hear, yes, but this heroic hedge fund manager managed to create a hedge fund that helped beat the Nazis. You never hear <laughs> yeah. that because you're yeah. right, Scotty. It only no, it's not in 1980. You know, and it has changed in the sense that uh, I was thinking now, uh, you know, growing up and my dad had this wonderful stockbroker, a wonderful man. And just it, there was a difference. It was a low key profession before CNBC and everything. It wasn't this glitzy thing. And before Wall Street, the, the movie and all that, it was just these kind of nice, you know, sometimes portly guys. And uh, OK, well, yeah, modest, humble, modest Whoa. guys, because it wasn't it wasn't the glitzy thing. So it really yeah. did change. And it wasn't like, yeah, I'm a broker. You can't. No, it was just a nice yeah. guy. He could have been accounting anybody. It's more it was accountant like that. That yes. feels accountants don't yeah, have that. Just kind of people who are, you know, uh, just uh, it's kind of like the, the our was for for many years. It kind of just a kind of low key guy and going yeah. over. Yeah, exactly. And don't uh, don't panic. Kind. You know, yeah. 
but it's changed. It really did change into this, uh, uh, you know, whole other world where, and you know, again, as you said, hedge funds didn't exist. Uh, not, and somehow the country is the whole term. Yeah. yeah. Somehow the world did without hedge. Think about it, Scotty. I mean, the world managed to get through, uh, uh, you know, managed to build cities and towns and bridges and and factories all without hedge fund managers up yes. until 1980. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 they exist. But you said something prior to the show in our virtual green room. You yes. said something about uh, actually the other night uh, uh, that you were in Whole Foods. Which yes. I always uh, thought was one of the the best staffed grocery stores in New York with well, Whole Foods, and with so, lots of people. You know that yeah. you, you line up, you get, you wait for your number to be called, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, and, not as efficient as the Trader Joe's, which, uh, to my knowledge, that's still the one I went to on the Upper West Side. Uh, it was a it was an efficient experience. No, Whole Foods was always yeah, tons of people and this. And no, lo- of, all you know, lots and lots of checkout people. Well, unlike the old. The stores that uh, uh, used to be so, you know, Gristidis and and those kind of stores it would have like one or two. They were just uh, uh, employees. Uh, uh, and I'm talking about pre-pandemic even. Yeah. Uh, 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 but Whole Foods pre-pandemic was just absolutely just rows of employees. Oh, exactly. Happily yeah. Checking you out. Too many, too many employees. They would fight to, to help you. Yes. Uh, I, I think it's that. I, I, I have it. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Let me I, show them. I'll show you better. You know. <laughs> but actually, what's interesting, Tom, you mentioned yeah. the other ones. There's a marvelous Key Food, which is a, a in yeah. regional chain of three blocks yeah. from me. And that was, as you say, maybe had six or seven check. But they're all filled and very often no lines. Wonderful service. So I go there to get things because Whole Foods, there's tremendous lines when you get there because of the lack of people. So I don't uh, really know. And the Gristidis and the other ones now are available. Morton Williams, which yeah. is frequent in your neighbor. Those are finally staffed. So why the Whole Foods, the one you think would be overflowing with people, is not. That's a no. investigative report we'll save for our sweeps podcast. <laughs> I mean, it really is shocking news, the idea, because anybody who has ever been to any uh, Whole Foods, knows that there's a lot of people who shop there and you really do need a lot of uh, a checkout people. But you're talking about one of the New York. Uh, well, actually, I, I, I know this about uh, Trader Joe's in New York. Practically, when you walk in the store, immediately you're at the end of a line of people waiting yeah. to check out. And yeah. that, that, and it does that, that pretty, snakes uh, through quicker, every though. aisle of the store. Yeah. Yeah, but, and yet amazingly, it, it works. They but somehow, they always say, yeah, it moves fast. It moves. Yeah, and not any other, you almost wouldn't believe it. Like, oh, come on, are you kidding? And it really does, and it's so efficient. And I think that must be one of the toughest jobs. Okay, here's another one. Let's exalt the guy, and this is a Trader Joe's thing, the lead guy and the head of the line whose job is to scope out what lane is free. Okay, number three, number five. Oh. You know, and you, because you never can let your guard down. You're always looking. You're like a secret service agent of supermarkets. You're always looking to see when the next availability is. And so that's a tremendous stressful job that never Wow. Gets that, okay, let's just yeah. for, for yeah. people listening, even a few hundred years from now might be a little uh, surprised to know that Back in 2021, when where, where you know when we were alive and we still are, th- <laughs> fortunately, uh, uh, Trader Joe's, a store very popular store, the two most popular grocery stores now are Whole Foods and Trader Joe's in New York, and but Trader Joe's would have these long lines snaking through, and and yes, there's a sort of line referee who's a human whose job was is to constantly 
uh, stake out, okay, that's that that cashier is empty. Go to 14 or whatever, you know, how yeah. that identifies them. And you're right, Scotty, you cannot take a break. You cannot let your mind, I would be not good in that job because my oh, mind no, would no. Wander. I mean, that's like an air traffic control. I mean, yeah. really, it's of that level because you can't just go, uh, hey, what about four? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 four. Okay. You know, and, and also then I'm nervous when I'm the guy who's next, I feel. Yes. Yeah, but again, for me, it's only 10 seconds, but I'm ready because I don't right. want to miss the thing. 17. You don't yes. want to be like, sir, excuse me, sir. I said 17. And the guy <laughs> right behind you immediately yeah. go, 17. Sorry, miss your chance. Go to the end yeah. of the line. That's, yeah. that's the fear that you, that, oh, yeah. that because they have that power, I assume. Uh, they probably, they, they say, don't usually enforce it, but it's, po it's possible they could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they can they can if 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 needs be if somebody is is too much of a chat or a Karen about hey I I've been waiting here for fourteen seconds uh, well sir you I'm sorry you'll have to go to the end of the line you would missed your opportunity yeah but I, I I was just distracted no sorry but they yeah yeah you that. have to be ready and interesting Whole Foods has it automated where it's seventeen yeah. but but actually it's kind of spooky because you can tell how few cashiers there are because it's few and far between it's like eleven. And then minutes later, 17, because there's just not many available. Yeah, so again, yeah. it's, uh, that, let me just say that people work, they do a wonderful job. And yes. I, it's just that and, and and I don't know I, the answer why they're We mean people. they do their job, which yeah. is wonderful that they do their job. I mean, it, it, uh, it's not like they, you know, it's, it's it's just the fact that they're there is, is, is well, it's absolutely vital is well, what it is. Essential. You can't it's eat. Yeah, you, no, because again, I can, yes, I can go through the aisles put things in my i do i don't do the the steering large card i do a hand card i've always oh, been see, that way which is uh and then i also do you have rolling luggage for travel i still have a duffel bag so that's an area uh, i want to change in the jewish new year my resolutions use more carts and rolling uh, uh bags but that's a good resolution because oh yeah very practical it's, it's not like possible it's not it's not like I am going to be, uh, 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 my, uh, I want to be so physically fit I can run the marathon in 14 minutes. You know, that's a, not yeah, a practical... Or I'm going to, you know, work this. I'm going to have a this show this. I'm going to do every show every day or this. Or write, yeah, I'm going to be, write a novel by Academy next Friday. Award, uh, yeah. And the Emmy and a Grammy. These right. are not practical resolutions. Right, right. And you'll no, hate but... yourself at the end of the year. But if you resolve to get uh, 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 to try using a rolling shopping cart for a change. And let me just tell you something about the rolling shopping carts. I yeah. always use the rolling shopping cart. I find carrying things on those uh, uh, baskets with the two metal handles that kind yeah. of come together. I find it, it it's uncomfortable to my fingers. Oh, no, no. Uh, it's heavy and it things could slip out. And I mean, again, I go a lot. So I, but but I always but, fear the cart because uh, again, we don't have you now those listening in around the country, whether it's Chicago or elsewhere, uh, they do tend to have these giant. We don't have giant supermarkets in New York City. I mean, to me, there are. But when you go out to California, the Gelson's near you in the Pacific Palisades, they're giant palaces where, yes, a steering cart is marvelous. You could even ride a vehicle through these alleys. But in the city, I always feel like, eh, yes, because if it's somebody bang. stopped and then I go, uh, excuse me, and you got. But when you have the hand cart, you could kind of navigate them. No, you're right. You're, you know, you're right. And I, I, I shop at the uh, in my when I'm in my New York apartment at the nearby Morton Williams. And you're right. Yes. Very narrow aisles, very oddly laid out place. Uh, but and so the shopping carts can actually get stuck. And that's always uh, uh, 
uh, you know, just actually, you know, that it's the, the aisle becomes narrow because of some display. And all, all you, know, you need is one it, person. It, it, but, uh, but, but, but I will say this, Scott. Yeah. I, I like the, uh, I've always liked pushing a shopping cart because it makes me feel like I'm driving a truck. Yeah. I've, uh, uh, I don't know if you, if you've ever had that feeling of just, you know, you're pushing it and, and, and fills up and you, honestly, I do. I feel like, uh, I'm driving like a, I'm, I'm driving a, well, and you could have speed. Well, actually, I have to say it as our listeners know, I very rarely drive a, a, a sedan, but uh, yeah. I actually, I think I'm a very good skilled cart mover, which I used at the stop and shop when I lived in Brooklyn. And that, that is a giant store. And I was very good and I maneuvered and I made the turns, but respectfully, I didn't wildly make those turns and crash into someone. So I actually was very good at it. But Tommy, a quick memory. Mm. Uh, this is a, a this is kind of like a British show from the 50s. May I share yeah. a memory? It was a, it was a BBC <laughs> three hit from the 1957. <laughs> May I share a memory? Yes. Uh, but it was. What I, is I think, your yep. memory today, Scotty? Yeah. Yes. yes. What is What's today's your memory? memory? Where are you from? I'm from Cornwall. <laughs> Okay, lad, what's your story? Well, when I was a child, I, I just do the money. Please, please give us the date. Not just simply say, you're, see, there's got to be rules for this. Show. Oh, yeah. State the date, the location, and what State the memory the, is. Yes, and then you know. proceed with the memory. Uh, yes, thank and, you very uh, much. But this uh, was probably 1960 or 62, I was oh. five, seven years old. And I literally would, my parents would place me in, you know, the part of the cart that you put your eggs, maybe that top yes. thing that folds out. I sat, there was actually, maybe they were constructed differently than those, because I sat there, I was placed, the, the little babies were placed in the cart, and he's, I sat there, I have that memory, uh, and maybe oh, yeah, I'm no, constructed no. that way. Day, many carts, and certainly in California, have large openings where in, in, in the small section, uh, 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 the upper section near the cart pusher, <laughs> yeah. to explain to people listening a thousand years from now, your legs out as a, if you're a kid and you're driving backwards so you're you're, you're essentially facing your parent so that you don't get uh, freaked out and uh, mom and dad mom yeah, you don't get right lost there you don't get lost that's yeah. always a fear too getting lost oh well that to me that's a whole door. show in itself uh loss which doesn't come up i mean uh, no. as an adult sadly unless somebody has some uh dementia of some kind but but i remember that was the the beach when i was seven eight years old in manhattan beach and I got, I was lost. And it's I an amazing it. expression. What constitutes yes. lost? I literally didn't know my parents. And I announced to them, I'm lost. And they would <laughs> announce as everyone, we have a lost child. But how would they announce it though? I mean, do they have a loud? Well, I think it was a PA of some kind, a lost oh. child. But I mean, that expression, I'm lost. Uh, if I walked up to the, the Whole Foods now, cashier number 13, as an adult said, I'm lost. Uh, that would take a whole, whole different connotation, but and many yeah. people are in some ways. But yeah. lost is an incredible phenomenon. You can't even get. I, I mean, like I was, I was going to say. Well, uh, nowadays, you know, as an adult, you never get lost. You do get lost when you're driving. Oh, of course, uh, uh, yes. and, and you can get really turned around. GPS, the the Google Map uh, yeah. system that that tells uh, turn left at the next stop, unless you're out of range. You are never lost. So it's true. The being and lost the is phone, just a, a thing of the past. And parents can find their children. You know, they had the thing on the iPhones where you can find this phone and they could track the kids. So I think there's that app. So eventually they do find them. So, uh, yeah, you know, again, that's a great that's great technology and all that. But 
Uh, but it is a, a marvelous yeah. thing that but they appreciate. But as you said, getting back to the main, our main message, if there was not that person at cashier station 23, of course I could, yes, I could load the food up in a cart or a driving machine. Yeah, yeah I could do that. Of course, I don't need yeah. anybody. I can do it. But no. I bring it to the thing. There's no one there. Checkout like, counter. Uh, there's nobody here. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. But I want to. I mean, it doesn't matter. You could have the, well, you can. And by the way, Scotty, you can have all the of your dream and, and, and take advantage of all the sales of, this, of, yeah. of the food and find the finest ingredients. But if there's nobody at the checkout counter, you will go hungry that night, Scotty. Yeah. And, uh, unless you have food stored in your refrigerator. I mean, hopefully which... you do. But again, I can't. I mean, this is why I, don't, I dare even say it because somebody would take it the wrong way. I'm not going to grab it and dash for the door. That's a crime. That's yes. theft. I would never do that. That's right. uh, and, and maybe there'd be one other. So what do you do? And so that's the power of that one cashier allows me to eat and enjoy a beverage. Uh, Scotty, and, and as you point out, without the cashier, it becomes this chaos and, and, and people just randomly leaving stores and walking out with food and, 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 them. and eventually the farmers get hurt and, uh, and society goes down the toilet very quickly. And going down easy if there's no plumbers society might not yeah. even be able to go down the toilet because there's no plumber. so uh, yeah. all these people that we depend on and it's not just the you know mike Rowe uh, does the show dirty work and, and and really he is brilliant in in uh portraying the 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 uh work that that's disgusting but we need it to be done right the the, the sewage right. cleaners and and, and yeah, you know yeah, the, no. the city sewer workers but just the regular workers who check things out and have no status whatsoever, they must be exalted. And how oh, right. do we do that? Well, I mean, this may be a topic. For well, this is the show. beginning. And, and yeah, we, because uh, as we wind down, but we've, we've done the, we've laid the first uh, brick in the foundation. And frankly, we didn't do that. We had bricklayers do it. And without yes. them, how would buildings be constructed? Uh, I don't know how to lay bricks. Yeah. I mean, I know. Uh, I kind of get it, you know, you put in mortar and stuff, but I could never do, I can't even hang a shelf. I once hung uh, shelves at, at, at a uh, place where I was a uh, language teacher, an English teacher, but they, they, I wanted to make some extra money. So they let me put up shelves. The shelves collapsed. Oh, uh, so I would uh, never and, even. And, and so yeah. embarrassing, Scotty. There's well, no, have, I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Well, where no, you... because I never do it. In fact, I've got my own example. I haven't brought this up uh, because I know our procrastination thing uh, i bought blackout curtains from someone in my building uh and with the you know the kind of rod that you kind of extend yeah. you know Cur tension rod curtain rod i have not even tried to put it up yet and very often the light does come through and wakes me up but i haven't even attempted yet and i'm, I'm hopeful that's going to be my next uh, project but so again and i don't want to call someone to, to do it uh but again it's it's just beyond essential i don't need you know essential kind of the, the meaning now but it's beyond essential all these things we talk about that a delivery person to bring you your food. How how could that not? That's so so important. Yeah. And, 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 but by and the way, they should get paid. As we said, they should get paid more than hedge fund managers. Uh, and and okay. and absolutely, people should marry them. Should really try to be, yeah. you know be be thrilled to if to they're lucky. Them if they're lucky, invite them to, to marry. the best parties. And, and that's the oh other yeah thing. yeah right we exactly got, yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know how we managed to score this at our party, but. But uh, we have somebody who bags groceries 
at Gristides. I mean, he's uh, uh, no, the you stories can't. he has to tell us. And oh, I yeah, it yeah. could be a sheep. And by the way, Scotty, mentioned being lost on the beach. Who found you? But an underappreciated lifeguard. Of yeah, some lifeguard sort. or a person with a green uniform, a civil, you know, a Parks Department employee who under, never gets again, invited. To... What have you ever? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you. <laughs> I just met a Parks Department employee. Really? Ooh. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. Got, well, that's what we're looking forward to. That's well, last we... night, Tommy, uh, and man, this could be a whole other podcast, too. I called you when I left. I yes. stumbled upon a Fashion Week celebration in New York, Carolina Herrera, and it's very posh place and and all these people were impeccably dressed but yet i stood there in my gap jeans and and but what <laughs> again if there was uh, not me but if there was a gristides or a dagasino or a uh, key food cashier there uh, they'd be asked to move along just as i was uh but they as you say they should have been well oh my god let's get them let's get them up and sit them in the front oh. row that's what, how we should well, treat that, them. That, that i think oh, will, podcast has truly succeeded in changing society when the, the anecdote is, you know, some model um, uh, 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 calls up um, uh, what's uh, uh, the, the editor of uh, Vogue. What's her name? Anna Winter. Uh, Anna Winter. Says, yeah. I, 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 I was I actually stumbled into a Gristides and I was able to talk to a to a grocery store checkout person. Like when that happens, when people t when models excitedly talk about, as you say, you stumbled into this, yeah. that they when when they're excitedly ta uh, uh, um, telling each other stories of having met the, the person who sweeps up at the uh, at Grandson. Then yeah. we know we have truly succeeded in our mission, Scotty. And ultimately, when they're the ones who emerge from this lavish place after the fashion show, they're the ones the photographers rush towards. The yes, guy who sweeps yes. up the kitchen and the Anna Winters and the models are politely received, but, yeah. but kind of pushed aside gently right. for all the service employees and the guy at Lowe's and the woman uh, at Key Food. So that's the world we see, Tommy. And oh, yeah. what a world it is. Oh, my gosh, uh, uh, Scotty. I, I can hardly. Uh, well, I, I, I think we've definitely made our made a pretty big contribution to, you know, making the, the place podcast today and. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess this I, is the beginning and we're not going to yeah, It's just the beginning, here, they it's, say. Uh, yeah, it's not the end. This is no. just the beginning. Let, let's make it clear we've got a ways to go before we've completely flipped the script on yeah. who gets the respect and who doesn't. Scotty, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, it, again, stay tuned. Chapter one. We are uh, 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 we are absolutely making obviously this is going to lead to a Nobel Prize, but let's not jinx it too much at first uh, we're focused on the the workers and and yeah that's right it's not about the prize it's not about yeah, the prize yeah. It, yeah, well, it, it's it, it's about the workers and the and the respect and and the flipping the script of society yep yep uh, and the work the work continues but it starts start on this podcast and it will continue as we will and i remain sincerely yours scott blakeman i'm always going to be tom saunders and we're getting through this